0: Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me I have Dr. Brandon Roberts, the Chief Science Officer of Tailored Coaching Method. What you are about to hear is this week's research review. Every single week, we're going to bring you a short 10 to 20 minute podcast breaking down one specific topic diving into all the research and teaching as much as possible and giving you application takeaways to use this for a science-based approach. So stay tuned and get ready for this week's research review. All right, Brandon and I today are going to get into some holiday talk. We're going to talk a little bit about, um, I'm sure this will go in multiple directions, so we'll see kind of where the conversation leads us, but essentially starting out with how to come back feeling refreshed after the holidays. Uh, And I would even add to that instead of feeling burnt out or stressed or like you're behind. I think a lot of people go into the holidays excited for the break and then the break gets the best of them. And then it's hard to pick things back up after the holidays is actually done. So I'm excited to see what you put together, man. And then obviously I'll be able to bounce my ideas back and forth at you. But, um, give me your thoughts. What are your opinions on this write up, man?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of dug into the research and, and really had to answer the question first of like, are people more stressed during the holidays like is that a thing? Because it feels like it. Like in 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 my life and some of my friends' lives, I'm like, it feels like the holidays aren't that fun sometimes. Um, and indeed, there is a lot of research that supports that. Uh, America, especially, is like super stressed during the holidays. Um, I think it it the basis of the research is survey data, but I think it's something you can trust. Um, it. I was also interesting to see that. The women kind of bear the brunt of the stress uh, because of cooking and cleaning and, and other tasks and just kind of like feeling like they need to be, you know, hosts and whatnot. Um, so I, I think that was kind of interesting to, to read, not surprising necessarily. Um, but I wanted to take another little bit of a twist on it, and this is more this comes from more of the marketing business research aspect. Um, so there's this really good article in the Harvard Business Review uh, that kind of couches people has a couple different types, right? So you have people who are what they call holiday humbugs, right? So they kind of just work straight through the holidays and and they cram work around family time, kind of just like, hey, I have to go do this thing, right? Um, There are couch potatoes, which are kind of like the other end of that spectrum, where they leave work or they leave their job or whatever, and they they switch off their email. They're like, hmm, Netflix and chill week straight, sweet. Um, and then there are kind of the the people who take their work and apply it to their social life, right? So instead of working, they are like, I gotta go to X party and Y party, and then we gotta go see the lights, and then we gotta go see Santa, right? And so you see all these different things, that, and so it's just a different variation of like, go, go, go. Um, so what I wanted us to, do, to kind of chat about after showing you that, holidays are probably more stressful for most people um is how to kind of redo your holiday list okay so um i'll start and say the easiest one is the holiday humbug where you where you work straight through right just don't be that person (laughs) um the, the couch potato you know there's a good bit of research that says um you need meaningful social interaction uh, not just going to parties necessarily, but like having good conversations, seeing your family, but actually being engaged in some of those conversations. And with our phones now, it's really hard to do. Uh, and then the the kind of the party bouncers, the work uh, holidayics is what they call them, um, is to just be more present in the moment that they're kind of fixed, right? Rather than jumping around. Um, so I guess which one of these,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll pin, you, pin you down, which one of these do you fall under? <laughs> It's hard, man. Uh, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, like the workaholic tendencies kind of speaks to me, but at the same time, I'm not the guy that is like setting up a ton of different events, parties, all that stuff. So I, I probably would be uh, the, the holiday humbug, to be honest with you. But it, at the, what I will say about that is that I've actually been better about this probably the last couple of years, thanks to my wife. My wife is definitely the one that takes the uh, brunt of the stress. And um, I was joking with her the other day because there was this video that came out from a comedian. And he was acting like mothers on the holidays when people are coming over and she's cleaning. And he's, like, just going crazy, acting like her. And I was giving her shit because that's how it is. And she's like, oh, my God, I got to clean the house. And I'm like, what are you going to clean? It's fucking spotless in here, (laughs) you know. And so she stresses to the max. But um, I kind of just work, work, work. And and it's her that usually is like – don't forget, you got to take time off. Like there's a holiday coming up. So what I've actually done is started putting, um, honestly, I even have my assistant actually do stuff like this to where there's reminders in my schedule to like plan ahead and to block out time and things like that. So I just have it in there because that's what I need because I'm very much so in the moment person. I'm very present in what I'm doing. So, nothing else matters except what I'm doing. But that also means it's very hard to turn off because I have to switch gears. So, I've even done things like, and this sounds silly, but putting a sticky note on my um, my dash when I'm driving. And it says, like, be present. You're going to see your wife and kid. Like, literally write that. So, like, when I'm going home, all of a sudden I can be like, Okay. If I need to stop and journal or meditate, or do whatever to just clear my mind from the workday, I got to do what I got to do. But when I go home, I have to be present. So um, I'm def- I'm a recovering holiday humbug, let's say that. And I set a lot of reminders to make sure I turn the gears and shut it off when I get into those situations so I can actually be present.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I probably fall, well, I do. I definitely fall into that category too. Um, I I find like during the holidays, I don't have as many like meetings or responsibilities like at from work stuff. Right. Um, and that, that gives me more time to be like, oh, I could finally write that paper I've been wanting to write, or I can, mm-hmm. you know, create a bunch of content for Instagram or I can like do all of these things. And really I just kind of need to press the off button. So, yeah.
0: Um, you know, you know, that's how it is for me. I, th- I think I think that, aware- that awareness is like the biggest key though. For anybody listening to this, in in any of these areas just looking – thinking about it from that perspective because I even notice I have a tendency to when the holidays hit, I like crank the gears on everything hustle wise because I know other people are slowing down. And like we have to remember there's no like award for burnout or not sleeping enough and shit like that, and inviting that. So I always have to remind myself because my first initial reaction is, oh, okay, everybody is slowing down, stopping, taking breaks. I'm going to turn it up. I'm not going to take any breaks. I'm going to go harder. I'm going to push more because I know nobody else is. And in some ways, for the entrepreneurs listening, that's obviously probably a really good idea because it does work but you have to be careful with it because that's what leads to burnout but again this is just going back to like as we're talking it's awareness so me even seeing those patterns and going like oh yeah it's that time of year I got to remember like take a chill you know chill pill sit back and relax and um, leave the phone in your wife's purse when you go to Christmas dinner and shit like that (laughs) because that's a big one Um, but no I'm totally with you on that
1: yeah, so here's your, I'll, get, I'll give the listeners some, it's a new holiday to-do list, right? That's, that's kind of like actual item for our, for our pod today. Um, so some of the things I like to do is I, if I'm going to do like what I call real work on the holidays, I'll kind of schedule it, but keep it to like a minimum, right? So like, say I get up at like 6 a.m. or something, I'll be like, okay, by the time my wife wakes up and I have to take the dogs out, I'm done. So I got like two hours, maximize my time in two hours, then then shut it off for the rest of the day. Um, I think scheduling real work if you have to do it is important. Uh, one of the other things that I try to do, and and this is hard for people who are always thinking, is to clear your mental inbox, right? So like it's the end of the year, time to like almost like dump some stuff and be like why am I still thinking about that? That was like six months ago, you know, just kind of like let it go. Um, the thing on your, on the list rather, is to kind of spend time planning next year, right? So that's kind of like setting goals and and it doesn't have to be hardcore planning. It could just be like, hey, you know, uh, reflecting on the past year, but also planning your future. Um, And then one of my favorite things to do is to create either new traditions or or uphold old traditions, right? So like going to see the lights before Christmas, like it, it, I like it because that's one of the non-stressful things I have that I can do with the family. And it's like, it's like a low threat environment. we are like, Oh yeah, we're just going to walk down the road. That's totally it. That's it. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love those. I mean, uh, I, I, I will echo those, but I'm going to add to them too. I think we can, and, and I think we should talk real briefly to spend a couple of minutes on the diet portion too, because there's going to be people listening that hear and see the title of a holiday podcast. and like, well, what do I do about my diet and training? Um, but I I will one hundred percent agree and echo the the time blocking thing. I think that's massively important because a lot of times if people just say screw it, they you'll just get stressed out. Because the th- even if you you know logically know you cannot do the work and just spend time with your family, you're going to be thinking about the work you didn't do because it's still a stressor to you. So get as much as you can done. And that actually brought up a thought in my mind is I think a lot of people who are very successful with success or living a healthy lifestyle year round, they have a some is better than none mentality versus an all is all or nothing mentality, right? And I'm guilty of having an all or nothing mentality at times. and I think that's normal for most people who are get into fitness or coaches or entrepreneurs or anybody. But most of the people who really sustain success with this and get through the holidays and get through these things easier, they understand that some is better than none. So if I just chip away a little bit at it, that's actually better than not doing it at all. Whereas the all or nothing goes, screw it, I'm not doing shit. And then they fall behind, they get even more stressed and anxious, or they go all in they eliminate the social aspect, and then they end up getting burnt out. And that's not sustainable. And then guess what, they end up right back where they started. It's the same thing with dieting, right? Somebody who goes in and has one Oreo and says, fuck it, I'm just going to eat them all. They're not going to do as well from a sustainability approach compared to somebody who can have one Oreo, fit in their macros and go, you know what, that went over my calorie budget, but it's just one, like I'll survive, like long term, it's not the end of the world, you know? So for people listening, just something to add to this is trying to have that perspective of some is better than none versus always having an all or nothing mentality. Um, The other thing that I would throw out there is, and this kind of piggybacks on the, the time blocking thing, but having a plan for everything, like everything, everything, everything. So even with our, we're having Christmas next week, which it's actually really ideal that Christmas Eve falls on a Friday and Christmas on a Saturday. That worked in my advantage. But sometimes it's a Thursday or Wednesday or whatever. And it's just planning ahead because we know the day after Christmas you're going to be lethargic, tired, and not want to do any work, right? Thankfully, it's a Sunday this year. Um, the days before, you're going to be anxious. Christmas Eve, it's kind of up in the air. So even for myself, we don't do Christmas Eve dinner. My family eats late. So we don't do anything until, shit, like 7 p.m. So really, I could get a lot of work done. However, every time I don't plan for that extra wiggle room and just be like, hey, if I have time to get miscellaneous stuff done, I will. Every time I don't do that and I have things I actually want to get done, what ends up happening is my wife needs more help than I expect. She can't cook and do all the stuff while Blakely's running. Like I always end up having to help more than I realize. And then I just end up getting more stress. And then she gets more stress because I'm stressed and I'm stressed about work when I should be focused on family. Like it's just this whole conundrum. So what I've done instead is go, all right, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to go get my training session in, and then I'm going to see where she's at. If she needs help, I really don't have to do anything. If she doesn't, I have a list of optional to-dos that would just get me ahead, and I'm going to do that, right? So having a plan like that, it, it kind of gives you some relief and then less guilt if you can't get shit done, but also gives you some room to get ahead if you, if you need to actually get ahead. Um, and realistically, all this stuff we're talking about, too, is it, it really is just being mindful, aware and kind of methodical about your week so that you don't get overwhelmed during the holidays. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think for planners, it's easy. It's, uh, you know, some of the, the people who tend towards the last minute things and, and not just gifts because that's what most people think too, this time of year, but just like, you know, procrastinators and, and like people who struggle with planning, it's harder. Um, but if you can sort of work that into your holidays and then transition to the new year, like, that's a, good, that's a good like way to keep track of stuff.
0: Yeah, 100%. And just remember, everybody, like, it's not, like, I think the pe- thing people, most people stress about really is gifts and, like, prepping the food, right, and getting, like, expectations. And just remember, like, the thing I always try to remember is, like, anybody who you're actually spending Christmas with, it's probably a loved one. And if they're a loved one, they are not going to apply that much pressure to you if the gift isn't perfect, if the food isn't perfect, if things aren't perfectly on time, nothing is ever perfect. Nobody's going to hate you. Go into it with that mindset to like relieve some pressure. And I think that's, that's a big difference with me and my wife. Like I'm the type like, Oh, if we're late, we're late. Oh, if it's not done in time, it's not done in time. Oh, it's a little burnt, whatever. Like I just don't, I'm like, whatever, who cares? You know, these people aren't going to hate us for it, but my wife is a perfectionist. So that, that relieves a lot of people's stress as well. Now going into the diet side of things, I'll give a couple recommendations and then, um, you can give yours. And obviously we know, and you might actually know of research that supports this, but I know people always talk about like, what is it? October, November, December is like the the three months of the year that people gain the most weight or something like that. And I don't know how accurate that actually is, or if it's just nobody's losing weight during that time or what it is, but, um, nonetheless, it's not the easiest time. So like my simple recommendations for all these holidays is always that number one, it's a holiday, not holidays. weeks. So, you don't need to spend all month eating the holiday candy and you don't have baked goods all December. Just it's one day. The second thing is to become more aware of your your internal biofeedback and how you feel. Like a lot of people know that if you're consistent with eating whole foods and training stuff, you actually feel really good. And when you eat shitty food or baked goods or candy on Halloween or anything like that, you feel really shitty. So like remember that going into these things because if you can get, more addicted and hooked on the feeling of having energy, feeling vibrant, waking up easy, going to sleep better, training hard, all those things, it becomes way easier to not give into to those, those type of things. Um, a big piece of this too is remember flexible dieting, obviously. So looking at your total daily intake and then also knowing what your weekly total intake is, which is just your total daily intake times seven. But then you can kind of rob Peter to pay Paul, right? Like Christmas is coming up. If you want to do like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be intuitive. I'm probably going to overeat. And then maybe you pull back fat and carbs The day after or the day before or a couple days after if you need to to just try to balance out that weekly caloric balance you will be totally fine um and something for people there's not going to be a lot of research to support that but there's plenty of research to just support the idea of calories in versus calories out there's also research on carb cycling showing that whether you have calories going up or down or it's just linear across the week if the weekly total intake and deficit is the same you're gonna see the same results for the most part um Very, very finite specific situations where carb cycling might do better, but we're splitting hairs here. So for most people, like just monitor that, Rob Peter, play Paul, be intuitive as you can, but just be flexible with your diet throughout the week and just make room for those things. If you have refeeds or diet breaks, plan them on those time periods. I I shifted a lot of my clients' diet breaks and refeeds to just be the week of Christmas or the few days around Christmas on purpose. Um, And when you do that, you'll be You'll be totally fine but having a plan is the easiest way to ensure you don't gain a bunch of weight over the holidays
1: yeah yeah i, li- I like those and I've, i use those for sure i think one of the um kind of nutrient timing things that i've done is i'll push breakfast like way back or or maybe not skip it i'll have some protein or something but kind of adjust my my day right and my week to say, okay, well, I'm going to have this big meal at like some awkward time in the afternoon, like 2.30 or something. Um, so I'm going to squeeze my calories down and then afterwards I'm going to make sure that I don't go back and have like that third piece of pie or that second, like fourth piece of pie, whatever. We always have two pieces of pie. Yeah, so I'm going to have worse. this, um, <laughs> but you know, so that's that's my trick is like, I, I'll cut some stuff out of breakfast or, or have a really light lunch and then be like, okay, now I'm going to binge to have a good meal taste everything and then go from there um and not get too worried about it because even like if you think about it if you if like my average daily intake is like 2400 calories right if i eat 800 calories over one day like that's really not that much if we if we remember that 3500 calories is about a pound right if i can trim some other places i can probably account for most of those calories and that's you know that's like Three pieces of pie itself, right there. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's what I try to do. Yeah. No, I think that's perfect. I, I mean, I actually had a question the other day. Somebody asked me like, how, how do I? They uh, watch my story. Like, how do you have wine and cheese and all that shit every week and not gain weight or go over your calories? And that's exactly what I say. I'm like, I mean, some days I do go over my calories a little bit, but not by much. And I don't track it, so I'm intuitive, so I can't say for sure. But for the most part, like me and my wife have a deal: like Saturdays are my day to sleep in, Sundays are her day to sleep in. So Saturday, I sleep in, and usually don't wake up till nine or ten. When I wake up, I don't train on Saturdays, so I'm not starving. I also don't need to eat right away, so if I eat anything, it's like a protein shake. And I just have some coffee, and then I, eat like you, I usually don't eat again until two or three, and then it's more like an early dinner. And then I usually don't have dinner because I know I'm going to have a bunch of cheese and meats with wine, you know. So it, I kind of end up doing a like a modified protein sparing fast just to fit those calories in. And then my wife's happy because I'm not tracking and I'm enjoying wine and meats with her. I'm happy because it tastes amazing and she's happy and my results don't suffer. So you guys can use this for holidays, but you can use this all the time, realistically. Like I don't recommend doing what I just said every day or multiple times a week because then you're just drinking too much alcohol and not tracking enough. But once a week, if you're not in a serious, serious fat loss phase is totally acceptable. And I have plenty of clients who have done it as well and it works totally fine as long as you can be mindful during the situation. So, yeah, sure. um I think that covers quite a bit for for the holiday one. Do you have anything else to to add in or finish with that?
1: I uh, no, I think that's it that was that was pretty good though, yeah, holiday like boost,
0: yeah, I mean, and guys, just remember to kind of wrap it up. A lot of this is a mindset thing. plan ahead, be methodical, don't get too stressed out. remember that it's a holiday about being with family, loving, happiness, not stress, perfection, anything like that. Um, And you can totally work things in as long as you you follow the the principle of thermodynamics essentially and just understand your calories. But um, use those tips and you should be able to get through the holidays just fine.